You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Reserve Bank Day back home. Most think we'll see another 25-point lift. Uh, that takes the cash rate to 5%. The big deal is the commentary and where we go from here, of course. Westpac Acting Chief Economist Michael Gordon with us. Morning. Good morning. You got 25 uh, yeah, pretty widely expected. We'll see a 25-point increase um, up to 5% for the cash rate. And I think likely at this point they will um, keep the door open for more to come. Um, they've done a lot already over the last year and a half. There's some early signs that higher interest rates are getting traction on the economy. But at this stage, I don't think they want to give the idea that the top is in when, to be honest, at this point, they really won't know that themselves with any degree of certainty. So 25 today takes us to 5. Are you at 525 or 55 to end this thing, do you think? Uh, well, we, we are at 5, but I think it's it, there's a, you know not a lot of clarity around exactly where the top is. Uh, I think it's just more a sense that once we've got up to these kind of levels, uh, they're probably going to have to keep it there for a wee while. So whereas you've got uh, financial markets are always quite sort of keen to factor in the next move, and, and they'll think, well, if it's not going up, it's going down. Um, you see in the US, for instance, uh, markets are already trying to price in uh, interest rate cuts uh, mm. later this year, and you've got the central bank there saying, no, 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 this is, we're in this for the long haul. Exactly. Does I know Philip Lowe yesterday out of Australia, one, he didn't move, but two, he said they want to try and understand what's going on in the banking industry globally at the moment. Will that be in play here as well? I think there's an element of that. So um, Phil Lowe was also noting uh, that that line that they've done a lot uh, in terms of raising interest rates. They want some chance to to wait and see what effect that's having. Um, And that's reasonable. Of course, it comes with risk. There's the risk that uh, you wait and it turns out that it's not enough and then you have to start playing catch up again. And that would be, say, um, I think sort of back in the... um, Mid-2000s, I think, sort of during Alan Bollard's time as, as governor, there was a bit of that, so some mm. very stop-start moves on, along the way up to 8.25%. Are we a little bit hampered on inflation in the sense we don't get the regular reads some countries do and therefore we're sort of waiting, waiting, waiting to see if we've had an effect? Uh, a little bit. So we get numbers every three months. Most countries have uh, a monthly update of, of some sort. Um, you know, it's it's always nice to get uh, an earlier um, heads up on what's going on, um, at least in terms of having the official numbers, which will be a sort of fairly, um, you know, broad-based measure of it. Um, that said, uh, monetary policy is not really capable of fine-tuning inflation anyway. So um, I, I sort of do have a little bit of hesitation about these, these um, sort of proposals of if we had all this data about what's going on in real time, it would be great. But I think the temptation to micromanage might start to kick in as well. With Australia at 3.6, us at 5, that is a material difference. Does that affect us economically? Um, yeah, well, I, th- I think we'll see it. I mean, it's, it's kind of a response to different conditions, or at least what seems to be. One thing that really um, stands out to me is the, the pressure on wages. We've seen quite a sharp lift in yeah. wage growth on average, and it's, it's kind of up there with the inflation right now. Um, Australia, just, uh, it hasn't uh, caught up yet. So it basically means Australians have taken a, a big inflation adjusted pay cut. Um, whereas that's not so much the case here, and it's, it's not really good news, I suppose, from the Australian workers' point of view. But it's, it's the, the dynamics are a little bit in terms of that, um, that inflationary feedback cycle. It really seems to be um, you know, kicked in here more than it has there. Are we in trouble? Um, it's not a great position to be in. Um, there's, you know, once, once you get to the stage of um, price increases and, 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 and feeding into wages and becoming widespread, there's no pain-free way out of it. So whether it's through higher interest rates or it's through government belt tightening, I mean, that's, that, yeah, that, that's just going to impose the pain in, in different ways because it is, 
you know, imposing hardship and it would mean um, job losses. So, you know, it's, it's the usual thing about, well, I wouldn't start from here, but now, now that we are here, um, let's just get on with, um, you know, dealing with the inflation problem. Appreciate your expertise, Michael Gordon, Westpac Chief Economist. Just before we leave the Reserve Bank, by the way, uh, they finally designed and finished designing their new type of mortgage lending restrictions. Just what we want, more restrictions. It would limit. This is the um, the debt to income. So you got your LVR. They're going to add the debt to income. They've wanted to add a debt to income for ages. They tried to convince Robertson for years. But finally in 2021, he said, OK, go draw something up and show us. It'll be a number they'll come up with. We don't know what the number is, but it might be a seven. So in other words, if you earn $100,000 a year, you can't borrow more than seven times what you earn. So there are more restrictions coming. We've just got to get the fine detail when they get around to releasing it. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.